Welcome back to a Love Like This podcast. We are so glad you are here. Join us as we share the stories, memories, and messages that help shape not just our lives, but the lives of our incredible guests. Together with some of our amazing friends, inspirations, and teachers, we bring you stories of faith journeys, life lessons, and advice, all centered around building an abundant life. You have a place here, you have a purpose here. So here we go. You know, I've been thinking a lot throughout the Neighbourhood series about what it means to be a good neighbour and who I really want my neighbours to be. I'm sure you've heard the saying that you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with most. And I had a bit of a revelation the other day. I definitely know who those five people are and gosh, do I feel blessed for who they are. But then it occurred to me, you know, I might not be able to see him or hear him or touch him, but I think Jesus is one of my closest neighbours. And I'll tell you why. The other day I was driving along as you do and I started talking to God. I realized that whenever I'm praying or speaking to God, I'm always looking up or I have my eyes closed. But when I'm talking to Jesus, I always look to my side, like he's right next to me. And I don't do this actively, it's it's kind of subconscious and I think there's a lot to say about that. If we're the average of the five people we surround ourselves with most, Jesus has got to be number one because he's always with us. He's seen me naked, he's seen me cry, he's seen me laugh, and he sees everything even I can't. Now, unfortunately, this is the last episode of the Neighbourhood series, and Abby and Paige are still away, but we had this great idea of asking some people in our neighbourhood and past guests who we've already interviewed one last question. Why should Jesus be our closest neighbour? So why should Jesus be our closest neighbor? In John 10, Jesus refers to himself as the good shepherd. He says, I'm the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me, just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. Well, what better neighbor is there? What better friend is there? And what better Lord is there to have and to serve than Jesus Christ? Right, as Christians, we believe that he is the king of our world. Um, And even more than that, he is the one and only person in the entire universe who will always, right, at every second of every day, be able to provide us with everything that we'll ever need, everything that we'll ever want, desire. And then not only that, he's not just our provider, he's our redeemer, he's our savior, he's our healer, he's everything. And no one, nobody in this world except for him can do that for us. I guess it comes down to how much do you value Jesus in your life? Do you depend on him and his grace in your day to day? You know, if it wasn't for him rescuing me from the pit that I was in a long time ago, I wouldn't be as close to him as I am today. It was in the breaking that God really showed me how much I needed to rely on him. So why should Jesus be our closest neighbor? Because naturally you draw near to what you want to emulate. If we want to be more like him, what better way to learn is to be close to him. Yeah, and living with Jesus is definitely the better option. You know, without Jesus, we had no idea why we're here on earth. We both tried to fill our lives with what we thought would make us happy, but it was just pointless as it didn't fulfill us. But you know, as Christians, we both now know that we have a purpose. We have Jesus helping us get through each day. And we know that one day when we leave this earth, we'll have eternal life with Jesus. Yeah, and the other reason why we want Jesus as our closest neighbor is for others. The closer we are to him, the more we become like him. You know, people in our workplaces, our uni sports teams, wherever, they notice us. They see how we act and react to what life throws at us. So for me, um, it's just a little image in my head of like, I'm not going to lean on something if it's not close to me. So out of all the things in the world, I want to lean on Jesus. Um, I want him to give me 
um, the strength, the wisdom, whatever it is. You know, when things I thought were supposed to go my way, I saw that there was a greater plan that he had in mind for me. So I encourage anybody who's listening and, and hears this message that at the end of the day, there's nobody else that's gonna love you and treat you the way Jesus does. Um, your mom is gonna let you down, your dad, your wife, your husband, your siblings, your friends, but he never lets you down. He never forsakes you, he never leaves you. He doesn't ask to borrow any of my tools and never return them, but in all seriousness, his life is the greatest example on how to love others, be kind, gracious, trust God, and stick to the values he's given me. In Luke chapter 10, verse 25, we learn that there is a certain lawyer who stands up and asks Jesus about what he needs to do to inherit eternal life. He understands that he needs to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus commends his understanding and says, yep, that's exactly it. And he says, but who is my neighbor? And then Jesus proceeds to give the parable of the Good Samaritan. Um, and so Christ often Christians believe like the neighbor is someone who's distant, who's far away. Anyone who we see on the street is our neighbor. And to a degree, yes, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, the, the book of Leviticus, and actually Jesus was speaking from that. And we see that first turn up in Leviticus 19, verse 18. And he says, don't take vengeance on people, but you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. For I am the Lord. He knows us better than anyone else. And not only that, he leads us to rich and satisfying lives and loves us more than anyone else ever can by laying down his life for us. So when you think of it, it's like, yes, people and things of the world are great, but I just know that Jesus is greater and he's the only person who will never disappoint us. He'll never lead us astray. He's the most faithful person I've ever known in my life. And it's like once we fully understand and get to know who he is, his character, then we can begin to trust in him, you know, and believe that, yes, he very much so should be our closest neighbor. And to love is not just a love when I feel like it, but rather the choice to love him despite how I feel. It's not just living a moral life or doing the right thing. It's about knowing our need for a savior from a nature that we're born into. And sometimes consciously or not, we can choose to love the gifts of God more than the gift giver. All the things that people think make us a Christian are just a byproduct of drawing close to Jesus and choosing to love him. How could a man who lived a life so blameless and spotless die for someone who rejected him for so long? And it's for that very reason I would choose him as my closest neighbor. He's always been my neighbor, even when I've struggled to see, feel or acknowledge him. And in all honesty, it's only with retrospect that I've realized he's been constantly good and constantly close. I've learned that being close to him is just a choice to look at his example and rely on him a little bit more each day. Your neighbors, your physical neighbors, they can change from when you grow up, move into another house, and then you've got to start this relationship again. But what I love about God is that once you have the relationship, that is forever. Um, that's what I love about it. He's always going to be the neighbor you need. Um, so there's, I've got three reasons why Jesus should be our neighbor. Our first, the first reason why Jesus should be our neighbor is because he's our family. He is our brother. He's our Lord. He's the head of the church and he is our best friend. So in, in light of that, my second reason is Jesus perfectly embodied what it looked like to be in complete surrender to God. He modeled what it looked like um, to pray, to commune with the Father. He gave us the Lord's prayer. He showed us what it looks like to stand for injustice in the way that he's 
stood for the Samaritans. Um, he showed us how to overlook sin and see the humanity of a person. He's the only one that perfectly embodied what it looked like to be God on earth, to be a child of God on earth. Um, my third reason why Jesus should be our neighbour is because He gets it. He understands us. So the question is, why should Jesus be our neighbour? Jesus is the only one we can rely on 100% of the time. You think about your home and who you'd want to live next door to you, right? It would be somebody good, somebody that you can trust and someone that you can run to. Someone who delights in making you feel at home. The truth is a neighbour is someone nearby, in your circle and in your community. Jesus is the nearest person to us if we invite him in. I can't promise you that Jesus will knock on your door and bring you a homemade pie, but I can promise you that he will be the best kind of neighbour. I think if Jesus is our closest neighbour, we will see our lives change not only on the inside of who we are, but in our world around us. So there's a lot I could say that could wrap up the Neighbourhood series. So how about I leave you with this? I want a friendship first above all else. Love my neighbour as myself. In the moments no one sees, Lord help me be. A little more like mercy, a little more like grace. A little more like kindness, goodness, love and faith. A little more like patience, a little more like peace. A little more like Jesus and a little less like me. Not like me, you. I think you get it. P.S. I stole that from a song by Zach Williams. Look, your neighbourhood is your opportunity to fill your life with love and joy. Don't tarnish it with toxic people or negative thinking. The Neighbourhood series has been so, so amazingly supported and it might be done and dusted, but we'll be here next Saturday, just like every Saturday. See you folks. Wishing you all the greatest of blessings. Take care.